Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Friday, February 9th. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. The mother of a woman whose daughter allegedly committed suicide in a parking lot in Hanover in 2012 is suing the county police force for documents related to what she claims was a botched investigation. Marguerite Morris filed a lawsuit in Anne Arundel County Circuit Court last month on behalf of her 22-year-old daughter who was found dead in her car behind Anne Arundel County Community College in their Hanover campus. She was found in the car with the car running, a bottle of sleeping pills inside the car, and two smoldering charcoal grills in the trunks. The medical examiner and the police had determined that she died from suicide and closed the case. Since 2012, Morris has requested more information on the case. Police have reopened the case several times and always come to the same conclusion that it was a suicide. Morris claims that certain documents were not available from 2012 and that the police were quick to jump to suicide without fully investigating it. Six, that's the number of Maryland lawmakers who made unwanted advances on legislative staffer Nina Smith. Smith was testifying in front of the Women's Legislatures of Maryland Caucus on Wednesday and said, in the eight years I worked in Annapolis, I was touched without permission. There was a legislator who told me he wanted to perform a sexual act on me in front of a lobbyist. Another would reach out to me at the most inappropriate hours asking me to come to their room. One legislator rubbed his private parts on me. I started buttoning my blouses a little higher after I noticed that a chief of staff to a congressman wasn't being friendly. He was looking down my shirt. Smith, who is now 36, worked as an intern for Senator Gwendolyn Britt of Prince George's County in 2004, and the rest of her time she was spent in the governor's office as a spokesperson for Governor O'Malley. When she brought up her discomfort to co-workers in the past, their advice was to wear longer dresses and avoid form-fitting or attention-drawing clothing. Smith said that she also shared that advice to a lot of the interns that came through the office, and she said, All of the interns that came through my office when I was working in the governor's office, I would advise them to be careful. My job and future trajectory was in the hands of these same men. This is political life, and it certainly didn't help for someone like me to rock the boat. So after a while, it became normal. Always expected. As I mentioned several weeks ago, the Me Too movement appears to be coming to Annapolis. If you've ever gotten a speeding ticket issued by a camera in the state of Maryland, you're not alone. Last year, there were 1.5 million tickets issued generating $62.2 million in revenue, and three out of four of those tickets were issued either in Montgomery or Prince George's County. Tickets in Maryland are $40 apiece. They don't come with any points, and drivers must be going at least 12 miles an hour over the speed limit before they're fined, and the ticket must be reviewed by a sworn police officer before being sent out. A lot of people think that's highway robbery, but hey, it's a little bit better than Washington, D.C., Tickets in the district range from $50 to $300. I can vouch for that. I got a $100 one for a few miles an hour over the speed limit on Massachusetts Avenue. 
and the district in 2016 issued 994,000 speed camera tickets and collected $99.1 million in revenue. Anybody that says it's not a revenue generator, they're blowing smoke up your ass. In your bizarre story of the day, a Florida woman who was flying out of BWI says that Spirit Airlines told her to flush her hamster down a toilet or set it free because the emotional support rodent wasn't allowed to fly with her. Balin Aldacosia flew home from college, and she twice called Spirit Airlines asking whether Pebbles, her pet dwarf hamster, could accompany her on the flight. The airline told her there was no problem. But when she got to the airport, Spirit refused to allow the animal to board. A spokesman for Spirit acknowledged that the airline did tell her that she could bring the hamster on board, but he denied that a Spirit employee recommended flushing her pet at an airport restroom. Aldacosa insists that the employee suggested letting Pebbles go free outside or flushing her down the toilet, and she said that she had considered more humane end to her life right away and couldn't let her run around scared in the cold, only to die getting hit by a car. I didn't have any other options, so I flushed her. Animals on flight have become controversial in recent years, and I know that Josie Sturman from WJLA did an expose on, quote, support unquote animals. Many say that travelers are taking advantage of federal law to get household pets on planes and from 2016 to 2017 American Airlines and that is the brand not all airlines in America but American Airlines recorded an increase of over 40 percent of customers who flew with a service or support animals. So that just sort of does seem that it's being abused a little bit there. Hey, stick around. We've got the good stuff to do for the weekend coming up. But before we get into that, we've got George Young with DMV Weather and your local weather forecast. I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. More than likely, the primary reason you save and invest is to achieve your life goals while ensuring your long-term financial well-being. But before you can determine your preparedness towards your goals, you need long-term answers to important questions about how much money you need, where it will come from, and how long it will last. RBC Wealth Plan, a new industry-leading tool, is now available to help answer these questions and develop your personal plan using a conversational approach. With RBC Wealth Plan, we can create a personal analysis based on these unique goals while offering you the ability to weigh certain decisions and determine what's best for you and your family. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George from DMV Weather with your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Friday, February 9th. This morning will be our last cold one for several days as average to above average temps move into the Annapolis area for the next several days, along with a bunch of rain. Look for highs today in the 40s across all of Anne Arundel County, but with dry conditions, and again in the 40s on Saturday when skies will bring rain to the region, possibly starting in the morning hours, but with the bulk coming after 12 p.m. And the rain will stick around for a while through Saturday night and much of Sunday, possibly even into part of Monday. Temp Sunday will jump up into the 50s and possibly near 60 degrees, then back into the 45 to 50 degree range on Monday. Bottom line, we're in for more clouds and rain over the next five to seven days than we've seen in many months, given that the area is technically in drought conditions after several dry months in a row. So grab your umbrella and raincoat and enjoy the weekend regardless while dodging the raindrops. Okay, that's it for us today. Make sure you download our free weather app in the Apple App Store 
or Google Play Store on all of your devices by searching for DC MDVA Weather and also follow us on our website at dmvweather.com or on Twitter or Facebook so you can always stay weather informed. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Annapolis forecast. Make it a great weekend out there and remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Podcasting is growing, and since we launched the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief in September 2017, we've seen an incredible response with more than 10,000 subscribers. We publish every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., and our subscribers are listening to the DNB in their homes, in their cars, in their offices, during their workouts, and virtually anywhere on demand. They are finding us wherever podcast or audio happens, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Echo, and Google Play. If you're interested in tapping into this growing market in an incredibly affordable way, why not consider sponsoring the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief? You can sponsor a single episode, a week, or a full month for a lot less than you might imagine. Intrigued? Shoot us an email. The email address is info at ionanapolis.net. Let's see if it makes sense for you. Need to make plans for the weekend? We got you covered. Here are our top picks. Be sure to visit ionanapolis.net to sign up for the events newsletter with a listing of all the upcoming area events. Thank God it's Yeah, baby, I'm ready for the weekend. Hey, tonight it is the Red Light Tour, and it continues. This is the Washington Capitals Red Light Tour. And if you head out to Fado between 6.30 and 9.30 tonight, document your shenanigans with the hashtag LightUpAnnapolis. You could win yourself a pair of tickets to see the Capitals take on the Maple Leafs here at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in March. Of course, Fido will be having plenty of Bud Light specials and Budweiser specials and everything else, so check it out. That's a good thing to do Friday night from 6.30 to 9.30. Watch the Caps play, cheer on the Caps, and hashtag LightUpAnnapolis, and you might be going to see the Caps. On Saturday, if you're looking for a job, head on over to Homestead Gardens. They're having an open house and job fair from 10.30 to 3, and you can see all of the different jobs they have available. They're hiring all across the board. Great company to work for, great location. Check them out. If you've got little kids and they're fascinated by pizza, head over to Maggiano's over at the mall, 9 a.m., and they're going to have a kids' pizza-making class. There is no cost. But the kids can get their hands all messy and dirty and everything else. And by the way, did you know that Maggiano's has a really good brunch on the weekend? I heard that. I was like, no way. That just sounds wrong. But I went. It was good. Check it out. Maggiano's for brunch over the weekend. The afternoon at 1 p.m., you'll see Navy Women's Lacrosse take on Ohio State Lacrosse at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. And in the evening, I've got two options for you. The Amish Outlaws are at Union Jacks at 8 p.m., And out on West Street at Metropolitan at 8.30, it is Naptown's Finest. And what they're doing is they're highlighting this somewhat underground hip-hop community in Annapolis. And you'd be surprised if you search a bunch of YouTube stuff for hip-hop in Annapolis, there's an awful lot of good raw talent out there. That gets underway at 8.30 at Metropolitan on West Street. 
Sunday, you can do some good for the Lighthouse Shelter. It is the annual Gumbo Fest being held at the Double Tree Hilton, which is right there on Holiday Court, just off of Reva Road, sort of opposite Buffalo Wild Wings. Goes from 1 to 4. They're going to have live music and, of course, plenty of gumbo to taste. Tickets are $25. You can get them at the door as well. And looking forward into next week, just a little bit, on Monday evening at Maryland Hall in the main auditorium, you're going to have Ignite Annapolis number three. And this is a really cool thing. They've got 15 people that will each speak for five minutes, and they have 20 slides that will automatically just shuffle through. Topics range from mundane to deep to comedic. It's a good time. Tickets are only $10. You can get them at the door. Ignite Annapolis number three at Maryland Hall. The show gets started right at seven, but they are opening at six. They're going to have a bar. They're going to have some wine, some networking and everything else. So that's where I will be. I hope to see you there. But if I don't, have a wonderful weekend and be safe. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.